Hi, this is the Tempter Podcast, where we discuss embedded Linux, IoT, and, and anything else we find in- interesting. Your hosts today are Kem Raj and Cliff Brake. So to t- today we're going to talk about a great way to prove your ideas and then sell them. So Kem, why don't you introduce us to this topic and, and give us an overview of, of where we're going with this. You might want to know what's a great way to prove your ideas and then um, have a platform for them to showcase and sell them to people. You know, more than often we discuss a lot of great ideas, you know, in various settings. And sometimes uh, they don't travel too far in organizations. So, um, you know, it would be great if, um, you know, you have effective ways to propagate those ideas um, in an effective manner. You know, in the end, they can turn into projects, into products, and uh, be uh, living a product in some day in future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. So, so uh, wh- why does this work, or, or why why are we interested in this this method? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, there's this old saying that uh, a picture is worth a thousand words mm-hmm. uh, and a video is worth a million, right? Okay. So, so I think, um, you know, it's not something new. We have done this in the past. Like, you know, you've done probably, you know, write-ups. You have done things like writing some proposals, like, you know, where you discuss in detail on the paper. And then you circulate for reviews and approvals. Uh, and then you might have done some things like, you know, um, um, some live demos of some sort, you know, or some mock-ups. Um, and, um, uh, and I think, you know, all of these things, they do work to a certain extent. Um, but I think that the technology of today and especially after you know the pandemic you know a lot of uh, people you know working remotely or you know working in different geographical locations you know the power of demo has just become more and more evident and more and more uh, effective mm-hmm. um, we like to see things you know that gives us much more um, idea about what it is rather than uh, writing it down, talking about it. Um, the clarity that you see in action is much more. And it's not only for the people who are watching the demo, but it's also for the presenter um, because you know it starts at the idea level and then you prepare a demo and that there's a lot of effort that goes into it. And in that process, you do learn about, hmm, is this idea worth it? Like, you know, is it something that will scale the way we were thinking? Is it, you know, uh, carrying uh, the solution that, you know, the problem that we are trying to solve? So there are many things that get solved. Um, A good comparison, you know, I can draw from is whenever you wrote a compiler, the first program you would compile is a hello world, right? In any language. And if you look at the hello world program, it's very simple. It's one liner. But if you look at what all compiler is doing, 
while you know compiling that hello world it's in fact almost every subsystem of the compiler is invoked mm-hmm. so it's a good demo so say you designed a new language and you know you basically wrote your hello world and you executed it on your computer in a new language that's a good demo sure right? mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's just all around a good good process or a good methodology because it 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 uh it, you, you get into the whatever your whatever idea you have you get some experience with it you get to learn about it and sometimes you know as we we, we might even call this like a prototype or a proof of concept mm-hmm. and as you get into it you may even discover maybe there's some problems with your idea and they need to be modified before it's presented as a okay. solution to some problems so it's just a good process to to reduce risk mm-hmm. and what why do you think demos are are effective versus like sending somebody an email saying i think we should use language x or component y or platform z mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's um uh, it's basically as i said before it's more about you know you have already done a lot of legwork uh, to prove the point and you know there are like fundamental building blocks that you require for a poc or a demo um, to be effective for your ideas to operate so yes it might be a small demo you know but the amount of work for feasibility that you would have done is already in there and everybody who is looking at the demo knows that um, so say, you know, if you were to uh, suggest a, you know, a new programming language, right? Um, there are a lot of unknowns when I say that idea, right? Um, and you may say that, yeah, it sounds good. Like, you know, I think, you know, none of the, none of the current, you know, uh, programming languages are good. You know, yeah, let's design a new programming language. And it's a very open, very opaque, very vague um idea but then when i show you a demo of my programming language right it shapes uh, the form you might see oh all right what i see is you know this is more readable or you know this is um much faster or this is easier to compile or you know there are things like that that are already there in the demo actually mm-hmm. that you do see so a demo speaks a lot to that and people who are in in decision making, they want to take calculated risks, right? So um, a demo helps them, and you know it in turn helps you if you are the one who is owning that to help the decision makers do that work. And that where they can say that yes, I think the risk is calculated. They do understand fairly well that you know if you undertake this project, it may fail. Uh, but a demo helps a lot in uh, turning that risk into a calculated risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be much easier for people that aren't intimate with whatever technology you're demoing to understand it mm-hmm. and really grasp what's going on without without a lot of effort. Like you said, it communicates much more mm-hmm. information than, than just a an email or talking mm-hmm. about it. 
I mean, we can right. sit, we can sit in meetings for weeks on end talking about what we should do, whereas mm-hmm. if we all went out and did a demo, we'd probably, you know, learn a lot more and, and have a better True. idea what to do. So. Yeah, yeah, and then I mean, in a in a POC uh, demo, may in the end, it could be that hey, let's not do it. Right, mm-hmm. there yeah. are ten other ways to do it, and this was not the right one. And that could be a good outcome. I call that a successful demo. Sure. Yeah. So what's a demo look like? Yeah, so I think demos um, are, you know, few things that we could do, like, you know, live demonstration is one where, you know, you basically um, stand in front of people and then you showcase, you know, either a... uh, demo on a screen or if it's something that's uh, having its own you know display system then you show it on the display system if it's a moving product you know something like a robot you show it there that's like live demonstration mm-hmm. the um, other one is more like um, you know building an offline video um, so you know the video uh, could be basically made offline, the advantage of making it offline is that you have a chance to present the idea in a, uh, in a more you know, logical sequence that you wish to present it. You can edit it. You could do things like that. Mm-hmm. You can add more graphics, you know, where it needs to explain things and stuff like that. Um, and you have that opportunity of taking multiple takes, right? Uh, and the second option actually is to capture like a live demonstration, right? So you get to see that, you know, there is like public questions and all those kind of things in there, but then it may go wrong in some ways and it's a live recording, mm-hmm. but it feels more authentic. Sure. Um, Cause if things go wrong, they do go wrong and you know, you move on and um, but the, that, that sense of authenticity is more, right? Um, and there might be a little bit of skepticism when you have that offline, you know, uh, video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to, hard to fake it when you're doing something live. So, yeah. 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 I've, I've, uh, vid- video is, is neat and I've, I had the experience recently where I was working with a decision maker in a company mm-hmm. who was trained as a mechanical engineer, but very competent in a lot of other areas. But, you know, I, I sent, sent him a lot of written stuff and then I sent him a, a video. It wasn't one I produced, but just one that was relevant. And he, he really appreciated that because it, he could more easily see what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it seems like with decision makers that aren't hands-on with what you're working on, that they they do seem to like videos, or at least some of them that I've worked with. Right. Yeah. And I think with the technologies that are coming along, and especially, you know, um, after this, uh, you know, the 2020, 2021, you know, the um, the advent of preparing video demos has really taken off. And I've seen that in multiple places where 
you know, there's um, no need to travel because there's a demo day of some sort, or, you know, there is something that everybody's sitting under the same roof. Um, you know, they could record their video and then uh, share it across, um, you know, the stakeholders and they could watch it um, on uh, their own times. And then they can, they can kind of like, you know, get together in a decision meeting and, and talk more about it. Um, and that's been very effective um, way of, you know, uh, POCs that I've seen in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if it's recorded video, then it can scale. It can, especially in large organizations, it can go mm -hmm. beyond your immediate supervisor and, and, and to whoever's interested in the, in the organization. So, yeah. Yeah. Video, video scales. Yeah. So that's, we've talked about the, the why and the what, and may, maybe we could spend a few minutes talking about how we, how we do demos. Yes. So what's your experience? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, you probably have done more videos than me, you know, in, in public domain, but um, you need to have uh, some level of, um, you know, I wouldn't say skills, but you, you probably need to know to work with few tools to do demos. And I think, you know, a very um, simple way could just be that, you know, think of you're making a presentation and, and then just record your video. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can get very sophisticated. And I think, you know, there are tools and practices. Um, but obviously, you know, you need to know uh, what tools to use and learn them as a user. And, um, um, and, and we you know, some level of how to record videos, how to record, um, you know, so if you are doing embedded boards, then, you know, what kind of setups you want to do. And, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of YouTubers, um, they have published their setups and things like that and how they, they do things. So that's a good resource uh, as well. Um, but I personally, I, you know, uh, I use OBS uh, at times. Um, and at times I just do screencast. Uh, if it is like, you know, my kind of work might be just like, you know, command line at times for a demo that you know, screencast is good for that. Um, so, uh, but I'd like to know yours actually, you know, how, what's your setup and how do you approach uh, the, you know, how, how do you prepare a demo or a live demo? Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm just learning all this right now and, uh, as engineers, often we don't want to be bothered with with this kind of stuff. You know, this is not really what we signed up to do. Maybe is produce media, mm. but really, if we want to be effective, we need to know how to pr present our ideas and, and share them and help people understand them. So, in the end, we all have to be writers, and and as time goes mm. on, other types of media are becoming effective tools. One one of the simplest tools I I find very useful is, is just taking a screenshot, mm. and I I take screenshots all the time. So in in KDE, which is the desktop I use, I can mm -hmm. just hit print screen. I can take a screenshot. I can click the annotate button and quickly mark it up and highlight things, mm. and then send it off in a in an email or right. or, or chat message whatever. 
and and this uh i think it's called spectacle is is the spectacle tool. yeah and mm-hmm. kde and it, it's it's by far the best one i've ever seen and i have a mm-hmm. mac and mac has that stuff built in but it's a little clunkier at least yeah. on my old mac and uh but but any platform windows mac or linux you can it it's important to set up to to take screencasts and and get or uh not screencasts screen screenshots and be able to share them because Mm. It, it just communicates a lot. Yeah, that's a great point. And that's that's the simplest demo, right? It's just a picture mm. of, of what you're doing. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, OBS is, is a great tool. You mentioned that, and that's a tool, I think, produced by Facebook. Mm-hmm. And their motivation is probably so people provide create more content to put on their platform platforms. But it, mm-hmm. it's it's really good for for screencasts. It's pretty simple, easy to use. Um, what one thing I would suggest is if you're doing screencasts, is to get a good microphone. Yeah. So I have an Audio Technica AT twenty twenty or something like that, and it's it's like seventy dollars. It's not super expensive, and it it makes a big difference in your yeah. in the quality of your audio. And I feel that this is just a basic consideration for your, for the recipient or the viewer, mm-hmm. is to care enough to, to make the audio sound good. You know, it's just, it's just kind of a courtesy. I feel. Mm-hmm. To. Uh, yeah. It, that's uh yeah OBS is great for recording screencasts. You can have a bunch of different scenes. You can have different windows and switch between them. Mm-hmm. And. Then you can. Um, upload it to YouTube or Google Photos or however you want to share it. Mm. And the, the more you do this, the better you'll become, like anything. So it's just a matter of practice, and over time you'll figure out yeah. how to do it. So how about editing? Like, I guess, you know, once you have, like, produced captured videos and, and uh, you know, kind of content, uh, say, let's say raw content, then uh, do you have any suggestions around, say, editing the video and you know, some tools or practices around that? Yeah, there's two video editors, open source ones I've used. Uh, Caden Live, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but that's part of the KDE project. Yeah. And then OpenShot is one I just learned about recently, but it seems very popular and very simple mm-hmm. and easy to use. And it it appears like it may be more cross-platform, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't tried it on other platforms, but... So there's there's good tools you can edit videos, cut pieces out, which is mostly what you want to do is just cut out the mistakes. Right. If you can do that, you're 90% there and <laughs> if you want to the other thing I usually do is adjust the volume levels and that's often mm-hmm. when I record in OBS the volume's too low, so I want to tweak that up a little bit before I publish. Mm. So that's about it. So mm. Cool. So, so essentially, I think this is like your own, you know, with these tools, I find them like very powerful. They're almost like your own, you know, studio, so to speak, mm-hmm. and that you can have a, a one man studio um, in, in your work environments and with right kind of, say, you know, cameras and scenes, you can mix like, you know, when you're issuing a command and then how it is reflecting on your uh, you know, on your target board and all that kind of stuff, you can neatly mix 
create windows and stuff like that. So really neat. Yeah, that's that's a good point. With with OBS Studio, you can have multiple cameras. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll have my main camera, which is viewing the speaker, and then I'll have a document camera, which is shining, or which is looking at, at an embedded board in the lab. And I can display mm-hmm. both of these at the same time, or I can switch between them. It's just really flexible, and and mm-hmm. like you like you said, you can have as many cameras as you want. So you could have yeah. different angles that you're looking at. The yeah. other thing with OBS is it's really geared to recording everything in one shot if you get good at it. And the, the more you can get it right the first shot, the first time through and spend less time in your video editing tool piecing stuff together, it's just a lot faster process. So that's, that's what I really shoot for. Is I, I really don't want to have to piece it together and edit it a lot. I just want to set everything up right, use OBS to switch between scenes, and then just just capture it in one shot and hopefully do minimal editing. Hmm. Otherwise, it's too much work. So and then we'll never do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I think um, that covers our um, how part um, and. You know, there are things like YouTube Live and, and Twitch and, you know, some other methods that people do deploy nowadays um, as well. And uh, they could be used for, you know, one thing you talked about, live demoing, you know, in a remote scenario sort of things. And you can record it at the same time, but, you know, your mistakes will be recorded too. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, but yeah, I think there are tools, look out for them, you know, some may fit your needs just build your setups and um, and i think you don't have to kind of like once you have set up your pipeline so to speak uh, or your default settings you really don't need to tweak that very much right so you can just go from uh, one demo to another and to another and and so it can be really really productive after you have done your initial setup i guess yes for sure Mm -hmm. well maybe uh do you have any examples of demos you've done that you feel have stand out? Um, so I, I think that you know some of the demos. Um, I wouldn't give you really an example right here, but um, you know some some of these are more like you know I'd go back to tooling before I've done live demos in the mm-hmm. sense that um, when you have stakeholders. And you could basically talk about, hey, you know, we want to introduce this new logging mechanism. Um, and it's sure, you know, it's something that everybody would want to have. But then you showcase them. There is a server, right, which is running on your machine, um, which is kind of your, you know, the server part. And then there's a target, which is running in an emulator in your target. And then it's sending that and, you know, it's like Grafana and stuff like that, which is kind of showing on another window mm-hmm. and you get that end to end view. So I've done that quite a lot and they've been very effective because, you know, they they give you that full detail, full view immediately how it's going to work when you kind of scale it out into like, you know, a fleet of devices and, and stuff like that. So um, I do look for simplistic setups like simulators, simulators, you know, and setting up a server right on your system, maybe in a Docker container or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have to like really pull too many strings because that's the reason I was doing live demos. Uh, you know, there are things, many things can go wrong. Um, but when you are doing an offline demo, then this might not be, you can be a little easy on that part probably um, and, uh, and go on from there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of tools available. You know, we can spin up a server in the cloud for five dollars mm-hmm. a month. We have Raspberry Pis on our bench. Mm-hmm. We have Arduinos. I mean, there's just a whole lot of things we can use to quickly demo software technology or or, or whatever. So, cool. So, I think um, any any other final thoughts, Cliff, for for this topic today? Yeah, no, I I think that's that's some good ideas and. And uh, appreciate any feedback. If anybody has ideas, we'd like to hear them. So reach out yep. to us on our community forum or contact us directly. Yep. So find out your demo and uh, find out how you want to do it. Find find your audience and then find out your tools and then go ahead and you know make your uh, demo day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>